Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Swords in the early break. Full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in for the 7 o'clock hour. As always, Ross Dellinger of SI.com joins us next segment to talk all things college football and Nebraska. Also, Mickey Joseph Angle from Ross Dellinger today. How are you this morning? Uh, thank you. I'm doing fine. Thank you. I'm doing fine. You're welcome. Um, I don't have any major news. I don't chit chat. Uh, the parking lot's getting done outside, so we had to park in different spots this morning. I saw. Where By the park- way, you were not here after the show yesterday, which is fine. You leave always after the show. It it sounded like a permanent like earthquake outside, a hurricane, because they're just pounding the ground nonstop as they try to move the earth and fix the parking lot. It's a scary place to be right now. Well, it looks like they're about done. Uh, they got some work to do still. Do they? Yeah. Um, idle chit chat went to Buffalo Wings and Rings, our spot. Yes, um, met a fellow named Dirk, who's a big Dirk. fan at the ticket. Was it Dirk Nowitzki? <laughs> Is he no. tall and German? No, he's a f- enough of a fan that he would he would um, he could rate all his favorite g- hosts and co-hosts. Wow. So he listens he listens throughout the day. Okay, which that's the listeners we really like. Yes. Dirk Thank was you, at Dirk. a wonder. Yeah, Dirk was in enjoying. I think he had a wing. I think he had wings with his wife. Uh, it was a good crowd. It was a good crowd. It was a good crowd at Buffalo Wings and Rings for no <laughs> sports. Right? Well, well, what was going on last night? Well, Basketball, I think, NBA. Well, I think now this volleyball. Me, yeah. Volleyball. Now hold on though, though Sparky. Me and Alex were there. Alex and I were there at like five forty-five. So there was no volleyball. Volleyball didn't start till eight. And there was still a good crowd there. It was like a lead-up to the volleyball. But the volleyball match was still two hours away. Okay. Just a place to go watch, you know, eat some food on a Wednesday night. Yeah, a good place. Uh, yeah, I, I, I fell into the, you know, I went away from the Cajun dry rub, and I went to the bourbon uh, barbecue. They're messy, but they're really good. I mean, I mean, I just make a mess of myself. I, I almost feel like I should take a shower right afterwards. Well... You probably should next time. Anyway, there's there's yeah. your edition of right. uh, 
What do we call it? Idle chit chat. Regarding Nebraska volleyball, they did have a, a top five matchup. The Huskers were ranked number one going in last yeah. night. Badgers fifth. Huskers get swept in Madison. Hmm. 25-23 the first set. Set two, same score, 25-23. Set three, 25-18. The Badgers were not playing great volleyball as of late in terms of what they expect hmm. as the defending national champs. But they get it done with the sweep of the Huskers. Uh, Nebraska had been playing some great volleyball going into that match. Right. But they get swept in Madison. Sort Tough of place for them to win. Sort of perplexing except that if you read Abby Barmore, Abby Barmore of Husker Online, her account of the match – Sounds like Wisconsin just made Nebraska very uncomfortable with its serve. And that can happen. Okay. You know, the passing starts going awry, and you're on the road, and you don't get into a rhythm. I'm not Karch Karai, but I understand that part of it. That's a tough one. John's not going to be happy about that. But, I mean, sometimes – I don't know. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the old cliche. Sometimes a loss – at this point in the season, can ultimately be helpful. I mean, it's part of the discussion last week, Jake. Well, Tom Stevens asked me, do you think Cook's crew is peaking too early? Well, you don't have to worry about that right now, right? No, you don't. I mean, they they, they, they were playing really good football. Oh, sorry. Wow. wow. I looked at the guy. Bat, volleyball. Wow. Let's look at the football player's account real quick. They were playing good volleyball, really good volleyball, drink, leading into drink that. Drink your coffee. Yeah, I need some coffee here. I had to get it. I, that's why we're late. I had to get my coffee poured before... Late. Show. We weren't late. We were like 20 seconds behind time typically there when we actually start the show. 10 seconds behind time. Now I have my coffee. We're good to go. Hey, Nebraska football has their schedule for next season. And SIP, people a little, a little bit upset by the fact that Nebraska has their first two games on the road. Whoever the, next, the new coach is, if it's Mickey Joseph, if it's somebody else, their first two games next season will not be in the friendly confines of Memorial Stadium. They will play on a Thursday, August 31st, at Minnesota to begin the season next year and then head to Colorado, who will also have a first-year head coach or a new head coach next season, before three straight home games against Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech, and Michigan. Yeah. 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 How about that? I have a lot of thoughts here. I'd like to hear your initial thoughts. Well, first of all, yes, two home games. Just excuse games. me, God, two come on, we got to get games. it together. I'm, hey, I'm together. I got that one right. I was correct. Two road games to start the season, but there's very drivable road games. There'll be very exciting, sure. exciting road games. I would think for Nebraska fans to drive to Minnesota, easy drive, beautiful time of year. That game is on August 31st. Minnesota plays a lot of that Thursday night ball on that week because the Minnesota State Fair, number one, is a big thing up there. And it's the final kind of big lake weekend. How many lakes are in Minnesota? Over 10,000. <laughs> yeah. It says on their license that's plate. That's right, it does. It's a stat. Uh, yeah, it's a stat. So so they that's this is, a, this is ordinary for Minnesota. It's not so ordinary for Nebraska, Thursday night game. But it's exciting. Um, and then, I mean, come on. I know how you feel about Colorado. Yeah, I look forward to that trip. You yeah. know I'll be there. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, I'll be there. Yeah, and that's fun. Okay, this is what this is the most interesting part of the discussion, in my opinion. Now, tell me if I'm wrong on this. If I were the Colorado AD right now, and I saw that schedule, I would be concerned in a big way. I Colorado's not doing well no, they're in, not. in football. No, they're not. Now, they're going to have a new coach, so there'll be some level of excitement depending on that 
who, that who is the coach? Yeah, is it a name they know out there or a name that's just kind of an underwhelming? Like, does Ryan Walters get them jacked if that's the guy? I don't know. He's Maybe. never been a coach before, head coach. No, he's a former. He's a former now, buff. Now they're, he's having a great year as a coordinator, but does that get the it. fan base back in the stadium? If it doesn't, if it's an underwhelming head coach choice by Colorado, there'll be an overwhelming Nebraska presence. Yes, there will. And it, it, I mean, when I mean when I say overwhelming, I mean embarrassingly overwhelming. If you're a Colorado buff, like Northwestern esque. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When Nebraska goes to Evanston. It's typically more red than purple. There. I think it would be even more pronounced. I think it, you're you're looking at like seventy five percent, which would be uh, that is... 70? 60. I go sixty five percent. Okay. Okay. Which is still more than golden black. Incredibly embarrassing. Sure. I mean, if if you're Colorado, and I don't know what you do here, but you take steps immediately to minimize that red invasion as much as you can. Well, they can do that by winning more games the rest of this season and then having a coach hired that they care about. Isn't there a ticket plan you can enact, though? Sure. I mean... There is. There's no complete way to stave off a big red presence, but there's there's things you can do in the ticket sales that... I don't know. Make it more difficult for an invasion. That's all I'm going to say. Now, the other thing that strikes me about this schedule. Now, this is, I mean, I don't don't want to be Debbie Downer here. But you might be looking at 0-3 starting a Big Ten. Okay, first first game at Minnesota. Uh Uh-huh. Then home against Michigan. And then at Illinois. Trouble. That feels like, oof. What if Bielema was not there? <laughs> Make it easier. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe Ryan Walters will coach both Illinois and Colorado. It's possible. They can travel <laughs> to both places. Now, wait a second. Ryan Walters coaching both Illinois. <laughs> a lot of traveling there. Yeah, he's got his own private jet. <laughs> Minnesota. I, again, we'll see what they look like. Yeah. I mean, now, now you're right. It's the fact that it is a Thursday night game. It's a home game for them. They're going to be jacked up. The nation's watching yeah. that game on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. And I'm not saying Nebraska can't win that game. They sure can. I mean, who knows? Who we'll, knows? We'll see how they finish this season. The one thing about college football nowadays, year to year, it's like it used to be you could kind of project a team and project its progress or lack thereof based on based on the current roster and the current coaching staff. But now but with the portal, who knows what Nebraska is going to look like next year? What if they go to the portal? No, yeah. yeah, what if they go to the portal again and get three new big-time receivers and a big-time running back, and, and they're going to the JUCOs and getting line? I mean, the, it might look a lot different. So so I don't want to – it's not all that productive to sit here and, and try to project what that game's going to look like. But right? we're going to try to anyways. We so. don't even know who the coach is going to be. <laughs> Right. The coordinators, the right. staff at all. I mean, you're just kind of going on Is this. Is your quarterback back next year? Yeah, so so you could knock me very hard here and say, well, you're the one who said they could start 0-3. He did say that. Yeah, so just shut up, Every, Everything really changes say, every single year. You should, you should say it shut more. Up, shut up. Shut up, Sipple. Okay. Say it again. Shut up, Sipple. You don't say it very well. There's people who have called in and said it well. Shut up, Sipple. Well, I don't want to yell at you right now. Okay. That's, that's a little extreme. Okay, uh, then then you're home against Northwestern after a bye week following the Illinois game. Home against Purdue at Michigan State, the Woodshed. Home against Maryland 
at Wisconsin, home against Iowa. I'm getting a lot of text saying that the, the schedule is not very daunting. For it's not. It's it's. I agree. Your your toughest uh, conference game Michigan. is a home game. It's Michigan. Michigan. By the way, you get Michigan on September 30th. Early. That's good. That's good. Um, no, it's not very daunting. Think about well, this. Because the crossovers. Think the crossovers. Think about oh, the crossovers. Hit the crossover. Michigan on uh, September 30th. Then you have Michigan State on the road on November 4th. Fourth. My screen's very tiny. And then the next week you're then, got, Yeah, then you have Maryland at home the following week. Right. So, okay, so just you know, stop no, there. No Ohio State, no Penn State. Michigan will be a bear. A trip to East Lansing is not real easy, and Maryland's sneaky good. It's not – I mean, you're not going to get any way it's configured. It's not going to be real easy with the crossovers, right? This year is about – Yeah, you got Rutgers and in Indiana this year. But you got to go to Ann Arbor. There's gonna, there's always going to be a but, but you know, part of that conversation, right? Yes. There's going to be a but part of that conversation. Um, four straight years with a – with with a conference opener, which is in, that's interesting to me. Four straight years, you're opening in, in conference play. Yeah, I I would guess that fans don't like that. If you want to chime in on that, four zero two four six four five six eight five. I long again for the day, sip, where the opening game was not a gimme, but the closest thing to it, where Nebraska could just go pound somebody, get some confidence. I know, and not have to worry about beating. You know, Illinois off the bat, right. beating Minnesota, right? Beating Northwestern, right? In Ireland, God, we went to Ireland. I long for a game against FIU or something like that. <laughs> right, I get it. Uh, no, I totally understand what you're North saying. North Dakota, yeah, not state, yeah. The team you beat by twenty. New Mexico State, yes, those types of teams. Bring them back to Lincoln to start off the season. The other thing about it is there's there's going to be a seven week period with just one road trip. After the Colorado game on September 9th, the only time Nebraska will leave Lincoln before November 4th is to go to Illinois. So after the Colorado game, think about it. Nebraska will leave Lincoln just one time before early November. <laughs> That's bizarre almost. Well, yeah. It, it, We're going to be around a lot. Well, I mean, it's great it, for the show. Imagine if Nebraska starts off 2-0 and with those road games, though. If they beat Minnesota to begin this season, mm-hmm. and then they go to Colorado, and then they have all those home games, that stretch of right, yeah, <laughs> all the with one road game in Illinois before you go to Michigan State on, in November, right. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 13th year in a row, there'll be a Black Friday game against Iowa. 13 years in a row. 
as Sean Callahan points out in his Husker online story, for perspective, Nebraska played Colorado 15 years in a row on Black Friday from 1996 to 2010 before Nebraska entered the Big Ten. And Colorado left, too. He did. For the Pac-12. Yeah. So 15 years in a row, Nebraska played Colorado on Black Friday. This will be the 13th year in a row Nebraska plays Iowa on Black Friday. And they're talking about perhaps a nighttime kickoff because the NFL is messing around. Well, they're not messing around. They're got, they recently announced the NFL that it'll play a 2 p.m. game streamed on Amazon on Black Friday in 2023. How do you feel about a night game on Black Friday Great. in Lincoln? That game's in Lincoln. I feel great. It'd be great. I'm good. No, th- but next. It's yeah. pretty cold in November, late November. True. But I'm in a press box. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I, I have vivid memories of, of me in 2015 having my butt glued to the seats because it was so icy and cold there. Is that I right? sat in the stands. Who was that Iowa quarterback then? I They were 12-0. That's, yeah, you know who it was. It's the guy who ended up with the Niners. Oh, Beathard. Uh, Beathard. Yeah. C.J. Beathard. C.J. Beathard. That's the game they won to go to 12-0. and And I was in the stands. And I know a lot of fans out there listening say, oh, yeah, Jake, Rough. I hear you. I hear you. Rough. That game sucked. Yeah. They lost the game, and people were freezing their butts off. Literally. Yeah. Freezing their it butts was a, It was a wet cold, It too. was. Exactly. It sucked. It was terrible. I regret going to that game. Do you? Still? You still have you still harbor that regret? Yeah. <laughs> Would you please get over that? I'm over. I'll get over. It was seven years ago. I will. I'll, I will get over it. That was the. That was they broke their own streak. I mean, that, that was the. That was the start of the streak of beating Nebraska that game because Nebraska beat them 2014. They they got revenge to go to 12 and 0 and beat Nebraska the following year, which now they have never lost since. Now some people are gonna they're gonna use the word on you that they use on me. What's that? You're being a bit of a snowflake. It is Nebraska in November. It's probably going to be very cold. It's going to be even colder at nighttime than it is during the day. Right. That's why I think you prefer 11 a.m. or 2 or 3 p.m. for the kickoff. It ends when it's cold. It doesn't start when uh, it's cold. I agree. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you that it's colder at night than the day, usually. Um, what else about the schedule has tripped the tri- – well, we, yes. we have a caller. We have a caller. Uh, and also, we'll ask you guys, 402-464-5685. We'd like your initial thoughts on the schedule. Do you believe it is gettable? Are, are you daunted by it at all? Is it daunting? Or do you think it's a chance for Nebraska to to do something with that? As, you, as we mentioned, two games on the road to begin the season, and then you have one road game between September 16th and October 28th. Just one at Illinois on October 7th. That's pretty crazy. Mm. 464-5685. We, we have a call. Okay. You can hear us. You're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? Good morning, Steve Jake. All it's right. Chris at the Baldwin Show. This was probably a, this this news of the schedule dropped at 11 a.m. yesterday. So there was plenty of time for the Baldwin shop workers to hash this out. What was the what did you guys think? Through that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve, Jake, yes, the, the, the younger crowd informed me about that and, and uh, let me know since they're all over Twitter, uh, even during work hours. So, uh, yeah, it, you know what? what that, now, did I hear this right on the news service last night? They said this is only like the third time since World War II 
that Nebraska has started two road games to start the season. Oh, it's been a very long time. Yeah, I've covered the team since World War II, and happy <laughs> now. Yeah, news to be. Yeah, and that does yeah. seem that seems accurate to me. That seems accurate. But yeah, Steve, I, I I thought I heard that on the news last night, which would mean. Uh, the third time in 77 years that this has started. But like you said, they make up for uh, ground after that with uh, uh, what seems to be a long time before they have to hit the road only once they're in Illinois. Now, I do think, Steve Jake, okay. the, the outer division teams, uh, Michigan at home, mm-hmm. and, I, and you know, I, I, I think Jim Harbaugh's got them where he wants them to be right now. I don't think that was the case in the early his first three or four years there. No. But I think he's I think he's got them rolling. He's got offensive linemen that seem to be stacked up behind one another that just that he just replaces uh, now year after year. Uh, the defense always seems to be better, even though they lose uh, coordinators on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, Michigan will be tough at home. Uh, but I tell you guys, I, I think those other two uh, swapping out them for Indiana and Rutgers, uh, that's a, that's going to be a little bit tougher deal, I think. I uh, agree. Maryland always seems to have skilled players. Uh, uh, do you guys agree with that? I mean, good, good receivers for sure. It could be, it could be harder than it will be. <laughs> but it's harder than it is this year. I would agree with you. I would agree with you on that. I mean, it does help getting Michigan in your house early, early. Yeah, Steve, I, I agree. It's, uh, uh, but, you know, guys, hey, let's face it. You know, we, uh, we don't know what our team's going to look like next year. Um, the defense, uh, you know, the defense really never has been a terror under, under Scott's regime there. No, so hasn't. that need that boy. Above all, that that's the thing that needs to be fixed uh, in the off season. That defense needs to get better. <laughs> Otherwise, we're always going to be in trouble with this schedule. Um, but uh, yeah, Steve, Jake, I I think uh, Colorado uh, really down this year. I see they did win a game. I I didn't think Colorado was going to win a game this year, but I I see they did win a game. Uh, but you know. There's no guarantee. They they beat us with the first-year coach there, I think, in, in Scott's second year. Mel Tucker. When, yes, when we had to go out there and they beat us. Remember, they beat us here when I thought for sure yeah. we were going to beat them. But they had the, they had a, a good quarterback and a very good receiver. I think his name was Chenault. You got it. Was, I thought the best. He was the best player on the field that day. Lavisca and Stephen Montez, with the quarterback. Lavisca Chenault. Yeah, I don't know if they had those type of players though right now, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's uh, going to be interesting to see uh, see what, how that comes out. But I tell you what, that was a tough ticket there at the game in Boulder there out there. Uh, in 2019, I think that that was a real tough ticket. But uh, guys, hey, what one thing here before I go? Now think about next year at this time when they release the 2024 schedule. Oh yes, and God knows who we're going to be playing. That I take it, I take it, it's going to be USC and UCLA will be on that schedule, and whoever knows. Uh, 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 I, I know Tom Chappelle, I, I 
reading his column there this week, he thinks Oregon, Washington, and even Stanford might be involved in that. But next year's schedule at this time, boy, that'll really be something to talk about for a few days. But anyway, listen, Steve, Jake, hey, you guys have a great day, great show as usual. Yep. Sounds like we're going to have a beautiful day Saturday over here for this Illinois game. And, uh, guys, listen, I'll give you guys a call Monday, and we'll hash out the the weekend business. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the report from the Baldwin shop. Um, Yeah, the the crossovers. Yeah, I think we have to be a little careful. Stock phrase alert. We have to be a little careful saying, ah, those crossovers are pretty soft. Harder than this year. Maryland is a tough team. Harder than this year. Do we agree? Yes. You you got a good draw this year when you when you have yeah. Rutgers and Indiana and back to back games and and so mm-hmm. like they had this year that's a win yeah now Michigan on the road is tough but you had two wins before that yeah and next year again it's I mean it's wonderful that Michigan's coming here that Jim anytime you can avoid the big house is good yeah I mean they almost beat them last year in Lincoln and I mean it more from the standpoint of nostalgia and fanfare. And those, you know, those helmets. It, it was a great football game last time. They yes, were it here. was. Last season was a good football game. <clears throat> One thing off the beaten path a little bit. I've been thinking about Jimbo a lot, Fisher. Oh, really? That is off the path. Yeah, because, I mean, he's in trouble. He's just three and four in year five. Jimbo is three and four in year five. Now, two, two of my favorite coaches are named J- Well, One's Jimbo and one's Jim. Jim at Michigan. Think about it, Jake. That was year six. For for Jim at Michigan, when he threw a two and four during the COVID, and about lost his job. That was year six. Yeah. So what? What am I suggesting? Patience, AD at A and M. Well, they almost have to have patience with the money that Jimbo's owed to go away. Right? Eighty five million. <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. You're saying Jimbo, give us something this season, man. <laughs> yeah. You lost to Appalachian State. You lost to South Carolina. You got four losses. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Um. Yeah. Do something. It's like that. Uh, that that. But that, but think about Michigan's AD sticking with Jimba or excuse me, excuse me, Jim Harbaugh sticking with him, and now, and now the payoff. I told you in August. What did I say? Michigan's either win in eleven or twelve. You did say that. You did. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's that's it's. They're losing they, one they at the appear, most. They appear to be on that track. And here they come. Here they come, Buckeyes. And you better get ready for the offensive line of Michigan. You better be ready for that. You weren't last year. Expect here comes the Jim. same thing. We're running. Blake Corum's going to run on you. Donovan Edwards. Donovan Edwards, too. Stop us. Yeah. Hello. One more call. If you if you could hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? You've got your boy from oh, Napa. Oh, oh. Good morning, <laughs> The West Coast. Our boy from Napa. Bring That's it. That's right. <laughs> well, what do you got for us, Vince? What do you got, Vince? Okay. Well, see, well, see, well as far as the schedule conversation goes, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, <clears throat> one thing about college football, I mean, with, with the transfer portal and how teams can uh, just, co- just sort of flip their roster in one year, I mean, Granted, some teams are still going to be more – some programs are going to be more bankable than others, but just in general, I would say it's even more of a crapshoot because you don't know what each team's going to – roster is going to look like. And for that matter, for Nebraska, we don't know what our roster is going to look like. And uh, <clears throat> for that matter, who knows 
and that's also dependent on uh, you know who we bring in as a coach. So it's just it's re- you know it's really hard. Now, as far as the cro- you know as far as the crossovers are concerned, I mean you know, <clears throat> I mean, you know, I think it's it, you're right, Sip. It's definitely tougher than last. You know, it's definitely tougher than last year. But uh, I mean, Michigan obviously that's going to be that's going to be daunting. But like. Maryland and Maryland and Michigan State. I mean, on a given year, they can be tough. But at the same time, I don't look at those two teams and say, "Oh my lord, they make me tremble," like say Michigan did. And and for that matter, you look at last year's Michigan team that went to the playoffs. I mean, they came into Lincoln, and quite frankly, we should have beat them, you know. And uh, and then you look at the West. I don't know if anybody from the West is really going to ever establish themselves, or I, I shouldn't say ever, but anytime soon, going to establish themselves as, you know, as head and shoulders above above the rest of the crowd, you know. But um, but I'll tell you one thing, though, fellas. Whoa. Speaking of the West, speaking of the West, whether we like it or not, it's still in play for us, and we got a game, and we got a game on Friday night, and that means one thing: for sixty minutes. You go out there and you let those Illinois fight in the line that you know that you're there for 60 minutes. You open up here to kick ass and you fight with bloody knuckles. Let's go. Okay, do that. Okay, Vince. There was the storm. Did he say they play on Friday night? They play on Saturday, (laughs) Vince. But you can have bloody knuckles on Friday night at 2.30. I mean, if you want a pregame Friday night, you you can fight with bloody knuckles. But okay, now we gotta get to Ross. We do. Uh, Ross Dellinger of SI dot com. Well, join us next on early break of the ticket. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.